Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. He's a gorilla of destiny. A bullet club OG. Continuing on the legacy of the most feared name in all of wrestling. From Tonga to Japan to America, you are now entering Tamas Island with your host, the babyface heel, Tama Tonga. Okay, folks, here we go. It's time for another episode of Tama's Island and who? Oh boy, folks, we got a lot to talk about this week. We got a ton (laughs) to talk about this week. Everything from (laughs) cryptocurrency to free agents to lawsuits to German U-boat commanders. There's There's a lot of stuff going on inside and outside the world of wrestling. I, uh, I'm your host as always, Ross W. Berman the Fourth, the Folk City Hustler, the Culture Vulture, the Dirtbag Disruptor. I'm whatever you need me to be <laughs> this week. And this this week I am joined as always by John. John, how are you this fine uh this fine Tuesday afternoon or evening? Uh yeah, I'm I'm doing pretty good. Uh I'm not I'm not a free agent, unfortunately. Uh, okay. I've been married. I've been married now for a few years. Uh, uh, is that what we're talking about? Or no, we'll get into okay, the free agent we'll stuff. Okay. No, no, the oh. free agent. The free agent we're talking about is very much married, but uh, oh, all right. he's he's famously married, in fact. But uh, right, tight, will, tight, tight. but we we will get to that when we get to that because it's not only John joining us here on the island. Please, folks, welcome back the one, the only Tama Tonga Tama. What's how up, Ari? On this fine Tuesday. What's up, Ross? I'm good, man. Tuesday. What's that? It's Taco Tuesday, man. It's Taco yeah. Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm doing good on Taco Tuesday. Absolutely. And shout out to everyone that's in the Twitch chat chat on Twitch TV, twitch.tv slash Thomas Island. We could not do this without y'all. But let's get into it. First of all, first things first, I think we should address the fact that Tama, you are uh you're making a debut soon. It was just announced that you and your brother Tongaloa coming to impact wrestling. Gorillas of Destiny making their Impact Wrestling debuts. How are you? Uh, how are you feeling about uh, heading on down to the Impact Zone? Uh, great. Uh, <laughs> I fucking great. Yes, I'm ready to go yeah. over there and uh, talk my shit. Slap yeah. Carl Anderson around a couple times. What's that? What's that other? What's the other do- tall, big dummy? I was oh, gonna yeah. say you Luke, got Gallows. Luke Gallows, you got Carl Anderson down Little there. Little Carl Not... and Big Carl. Yeah, yep. that's how I call him. I don't know. 
not, not only that, y'all can bring a little bit of that OG flavor to the uh, to. I, I've been calling it the the Bullet Club New School that y'all have in Impact. It's Chris Bay, it's El Fantasmo, it's Hikuleo, it's Jay White. Uh, you got a lot of. A lot of the young guns of Bullet Club uh, mm-hmm. in Impact, and now you got a couple of the yeah, you got an OG and uh, and Tonga joining them. So at that, yeah. I feel like there's a lot to sort out there as well. Oh, there's there's so much to sort out. There's there's a there's a mess that we need to put in order. So <laughs> we're going to Impact to do that there. Huh? Oh like boy, that. here in America, about time, huh? Shit, it's... about time we fuck. Daddy say that? as they say. Yeah. <laughs> I've used my, my F words twice already, so I got one more. All right. Sorry. All right. Sorry, I had to, sorry I had to open that up already. No, it's uh, fine. Yeah. It's 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 pretty I, I would like this to go on Facebook, you know, because but I don't want to come up on Facebook, you know, dropping oh, yeah. F bombs because I got no, like, so much family. Fa- I, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly right. Cause I got family in there and I don't want them to see Jeez, me. Man, my mom's on shit. Facebook. Like, can you chill? <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, we're all we're all gonna have to clean up our act if we're heading on right facebook man <laughs> oh my gosh i used to you know the, the quick story i used to talk so much shit on facebook and then my mom got on and she didn't get what i was doing <laughs> and oh she, no and she commented on one of my damn posts and i was like that's it i'm done <laughs> so then i <laughs> So I stopped posting on Facebook and then I then I just went on the Instagram and started talking my shit there. <laughs> then I found out, then then I could see she got an account. So I'm like, God damn it, man. Yeah. So Twitter, Twitter's about my only spot where I can throw some shit around. <laughs> you don't want to get grounded, man. Like then you won't be able to show up at impact. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm 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 the same way. My mom keeps following me to all of the social media platforms. I'm just like, well, you know what? I'm I'm 31 years old. You know who you raised. You know who I am. At this point. You got no at this point. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, I have a very good relationship with my parents, but it is one of those cases of like, I'm I'm a grown ass man now. Hey, let me. Okay, hold on. All right, let me tell you something. All right. Yeah. The Rock went on a on on a television at night or something and said. There's nobody messes with any tongue and women. You know the barbarian? Yep. There's nobody he's scared of except for his wife. Mm-hmm. My my father ain't nobody he's scared of except for my mother. So that's what I gotta follow through. So yep. a tongue a tongue and mother, man, you guys don't want you guys don't want to mess with that. Oh, we absolutely. Don't that, and, we don't want that smoke. No, we don't and want that smoke. Bro. That's what I'm saying. We don't we don't want to get you in trouble with your mom. You don't want to get you in trouble with your mom. We're gonna we're gonna do our best to make sure uh, everyone stays so, whooping so free. The rest here of this on the- podcast, we're gonna be talking about doing our laundry, uh, you know, cleaning out the fridge every week on trash day. I uh, just doing responsible shit. Exactly. Yeah. I ju- I just took out the recycling. I just did the dishes. I think I've earned a little pro wrestling talk. So let's uh let's talk about some of the other wild shit that's going on in the wrestling world because holy hell. Uh, a lot has happened. Let's start off with the fact that last week when we got off the air, I went and checked my email pretty much like right after we had finished recording. And in my email, like a lot of other folks that are on the uh, the, the the press release mailing list for MLW, we got a certain press release announcing that Major League Wrestling suing WWE for monopolistic practices. Uh, they, they are uh, alleging that WWE kept them from getting a streaming deal. And along with a, a host of other uh, uh, alleged abuses, not only to MLW but to the industry as a whole. And when I when I saw this press release, uh, it made a lot of it made some, some things click into uh, into place. Most 
most of all, the fact that Impact Wrestling's uh, Knockouts Champion has suddenly been announced for the Rumble with the Knockouts Champion uh, brand designation given to her, as well as all of the rumors going around that WWE might be looking for a forbidden door entrance, someone from outside the company coming into the Rumble. Just about a, a, a week before this lawsuit drops, WWE was playing very nicely uh, with others. John, what do you, what do you kind of think of the the MLW WWE duel that seems to be going on in the Man. in the in the courts? You know, this is this is this is my shit. Uh, oh, absolutely, I, that's I'd why love, I'd love to see a bloodbath. Uh, <laughs> but but I think I think this is why WWE all of a sudden opened up that forbidden door. Uh, I'm not saying this is exactly why I don't want to get into a trouble or nothing. No, no, no. But but you can't be sued for antitrust for monopoly uh, if you're inviting your competitors onto your product and giving them a platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this will kind of be this will kind of serve as a as a as a shield, if you will, uh, as a little bit of a defense. Um, and and I think it's a good defensive play. You know, if I was mm-hmm. John Madden, I'd be all you know I'd be talking about how they you know how they nailed it, right? Oh, I'm 100% with you. I think this is a brilliant move, especially since uh, not only did WWE uh, <laughs> add, not only has WWE been flirting with the idea of having an outsider in the men's rumble, but they've also they've also got that independent part of their library. We can they can drop stuff like ICW, Progress, uh, Evolve, a lot of the the independent promotions that are are kind of like MLW in the fact that they used to be WWE uh, uh, competitors and now they are on peacock they're on the network and so it does seem wwe has a lot of three-dimensional chess moves or four-dimensional chess moves whichever dimension they're playing chess in and and also by the way it's it's not entirely wwe's fault either by the way because because these type of contracts are are because of uh, comcast right Mm -hmm. if somebody has an agreement with comcast they have to say you know there's usually part of that is uh, a no non-compete right similar to you can't work at a competing place right so if they have WWE on, they can't have they can't you know there's a conflict, right? They can't put MLW on or something like that. Yeah, but, well, but these I, are I standard. This isn't something mm-hmm. WWE did to be predatory. Right? Well, and here's the thing: is I I don't I can't get into the specifics of WWE's deal with Comcast or Fox or any of because we I don't have those contracts. I I don't no, know course. what the yeah. fine print yeah. is. What what MLW is alleging is I and if I can pull this up is that st- I believe it was Stephanie McMahon was the one who straight up had like. <laughs> reached out to someone either at Comcast or somewhere to keep them from either getting on Peacock or Tubi or one of the uh, the streaming platforms that they were trying to go for. And so they it it does sound like they have from what I read in the from what I've read in the press release and from what I've read in the the the, the follow up reports, it sounds like they have a, a an incident they can point to. It's not just a case of we never got a streaming deal. Clearly, it's WWE's fault. This, this would be the second time Stephanie got them in a little bit of a legal issue by using the uh, the side door to deal. Mm-hmm. Wasn't there something about bringing the contracts over from TNA or whatever? There was there was a I, I don't know if Stephanie specifically Cause, cause was involved that was in that, but someone. That, that reported to that then I they think, were like i think you're right yes yeah. i can i can confirm that they a a former tna employee did come over to wwe in the mid 2010s with uh with some contract information that they were not supposed to have and wwe was not supposed to have and it actually it led to the delay of a lot of impact talent being able to come over to wwe i believe eli drake now la knight was one of those um like yeah, there's a, a lot delay. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, like there was, there, it, it did screw up a lot of people's uh, uh, careers, but then you also go all the way back to like Vince McMahon essentially saying that, hey, if you carry Starcade, I'm not going to give you WrestleMania. You have to carry Survivor Series over Starcade right. back in the late 80s. So it's it's not like, it's not like it, this is a new tactic WWE has unleashed. Or anybody, by the way, this is not a uniquely WWE situation. No, it just, it just sounds like this is the first, this is the, the first time someone's been able to get far enough in the proof process to hit WWE with a loss and wwe is now already playing defense like this is not exactly uh it's 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 not exactly shredding documents and you know burning evidence but it is it is kind of them dodging and weaving because did you guys uh did you guys see sorry kind of add to some situations going on right now uh there's a story uh fitz just brought up here on the chat that uh, there's a story going on online that I just read about today, yep. and it's uh, the source is Dave Meltzer. Now, you know, you know my feelings towards Dave Meltzer because you know, yep. I don't know, is. but but the story, you know, it is what it is. But he I, said I, that, uh, yeah. <laughs> that when we when we was it 2000, uh, 2019 when we went to MSG when we did the the shared show at MSG with ROH that that Triple H that uh, had phoned the msg owners i guess i would say and Mm -hmm. try to have them cancel us i don't know how true that is i mean it's from Meltzer, so i'm like is it real is it not real i will say with Meltzer's time in the wrestling industry he would be someone that would have connections at msg Uh, like that's just because of how long MSG has been hosted WWE and how long Dave Meltzer has been doing what he's doing, especially with Mm -hmm. the the coverage that he did of, of, uh, the, the late seventies, eighties, all that time. I, 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 cause I did hear this story as well. It was, it was, cause I think it was corroborated by the fact that like Sinclair filed against either WWE or Madison Square Garden being like, you can't block us from running Madison this venue. Square Garden, yeah yeah they 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 filed a motion or something against madison square garden that made madison square garden go well it, our hands are tied wwe sorry we've got to yeah. let them well, unless we've got to let y'all come into thought the... there might be a conflict like for yep. example if wwe was already booked at madison square garden that year no and then but the writer the says because <laughs> it does say you can't do that you can say yeah, but w, wwe has year. given has for a long even before the, the msg show they basically transferred all of their t their new york tv to barclays because it's cheaper they, they gave no up claim. <laughs> yeah, they gave up to they gave up Madison Square Garden yeah. as a TV venue somewhere in the like early 2010s, something like that, where they just eventually stopped running there. I, th- I want to say Survivor Series, uh, it, the the Rock Cena Survivor Series might be the last pay per view they actually ran at Madison Square Garden, and so it, it's not a traditional WWE TV venue by 2019. It is it is. Don't get me wrong, they do a famous house show there on the the night after Christmas every year, but that's not. That's not television. That's not even the network. They don't even put those things up for, you know, anyone to see. So they got no they got no claim. They got to let people run. I think that's what also opened the door for AAA to try and run Madison Square Garden. They eventually had to move to the Hulu Theater across the street, but they still they still had the deal in place right around the same time as uh, as Ring of Honor. And so it it, it is it, it's not unlike WWE to to try and stick hey, their nose in things. Yeah, no, they they well, yeah. and I Dirty ass I was it's uh, we, me, me and, it's me and, exactly, and this is this that you don't you don't stay uh, on top of the wrestling business as long as they have by playing by the rules. That's what I'll say. And with WWE, they are the kind of company where 
they really, they respect if you try to fight them, they respect if you try to screw them, anywhere in the middle is where they kind of become neutral on people. Yeah, maybe so, MLW um, is trying to get bought, that's why they're trying to see WWE. I don't know, I don't know what's going on with MLW, <laughs> but I, it does, I, I, it, it does seem like WWE will, will kind of slap you on the back of the head and say, come on, let's, let's get into this, let's get into the fight if you want to have a fight. Man, we did, we did a show at, uh, Hammer, was it, is it Hammerstein, Hammerstein? Yeah, Hammerstein, Hammerstein Ballroom. Ballroom. Hammerstein Ballroom, right? Uh, it was a couple years ago and so much shit was going wrong i mean it was out of our control like mm -hmm. like directions were being pushed one way to the other guys the people didn't know what was going on and it just became real sus like we had to delay the show like an hour i think and I'll, like all right, yeah whew, it was so sus man it was so sus I these guys I, I will jump in for any viewers that aren't aware of the uh new japan hammerstein ballroom show no one still knows who to this day someone phoned the athletic commission in new york let them know something about the, the there weren't enough ambulances or something like that <laughs> at the venue got it all shut down delayed until they could get the uh the correct number of of ambulance it 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 to this day no one knows who made the call there's millions of theories out there but now pro that pro probably somebody who owns like the ambulance company you know I, that's the new york that's Hold the on. new york answer no the, the yeah. problem was that we had an ambulance here yep. here's the thing though we had an ambulance guy there okay but Unfortunately, uh, I guess he wasn't the right ambulance guy. That's what it was. Yeah, because I remember hearing there <laughs> so was an ambulance there. Listen, listen, I've done, I've done, I've done production in New York. I know how this shit works. You have to like play by the games. You got to play the yeah. rules. Now, I'm not saying it wouldn't be past a competitor to be like, hey, don't got enough ambulances. Who, somebody who knows the lay of the land. Yeah, knows the the the, the landmines to set off around you. You know. <laughs> but uh, but it's more likely to me that it that's that's just some mafia shit. That's just someone being like, hey, that's know, the first thing I thought. Yeah. I was like, I was like, I mean, I was like, this shit still goes on. Is this just real? I had, like buy, <laughs> I had to buy I had to buy a cop a steak dinner. All right. Like mm -hmm. to go just so that I could shoot for another hour. Let's let's yep. just let's just let's just throw it out there. It's, yeah, no, oh, and that's the kind that's of why, shit that that's why down. I don't like because there are some wild theories. I'll one of the funnier ones is that it was Bully Ray. There's like tons of <laughs> people have posited all kinds, <laughs> but the but the, the the New York answer is the ambulance company was like, hey, we rented these ambulances. Hey, by the way, we didn't write them. We didn't rent them the right ambulances. Someone needs to, you know, like just some way the oh, double blind these cones. Oh no, these are is the there, orange cones. You're supposed to have the yeah. green cones too. Hey. <laughs> Because they need to have the stripe. There's got to yeah. be a stripe on the cone. <laughs> I can't, like, yeah, I can't remember who, but someone had brought up there was an ambulance there. It wasn't because that's why I wasn't like, oh, it's not that they didn't have an ambulance. It was just like either the wrong number of ambulances or the wrong type of ambulance. It and wasn't so a it union just, ambulance. I, I remember them. I remember them. Uh, we were like, what's going on? What's going on? And Rocky was like, save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Uh... You know they're saying that the, the we need the we need an ambulance. We need the right medic people here. And everybody has turned left and looked, and there was this medic, and there was an ambulance outside <laughs> outside of the window. And we we're just like, "What the fuck's wrong with that one?" And he goes, oh, it's not the right one. 
you're sitting there you're the ambulance guy you're sitting there and someone's like oh yeah no, this guy's not good enough look at this fucking guy <laughs> that's, that's so true i feel, feel i feel so bad for the everyone in that ambulance because like, like you got to train you got to train so hard to to become an emt to become an ambulance driver and they're just sitting there like they're they're saying we're not we're saying we're not good enough, guys. We we worked hard to get where we are. Oh, that sucks. That sucks so bad. But I I also felt very bad for there was one New Japan executive who's like the guy that had to go out and explain it to the crowd, and they had they had it like on the live stream of the guy going out there and being like, "We're sorry, we're we're uh, we have a delay, but we're gonna get everything going as soon as possible." And shout out to the New Japan crowd that was they were pretty damn forgiving about it. They were just sort of like, "It's all good, man. We'll be here as long as you need us to." You know, it, I think they did, the, the New Japan crowd is the American crowd, right? They're looking at, oh, this poor foreigner, you know, yeah. this Jap- poor Japanese guy. Yeah, you go ahead, man. You take your time. Yeah. No, because he, he, was, he was bowing to, he was yeah. bowing to every yeah. side yeah. of the arena, just like, also, so, also used to that. the fans are like, you, you're bowing to me. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody not, bows to me. Yes. We're not used to that. WWE just would have like shown the WWE shop. A video 600 times by exactly. the time they told anybody what was going on hell hell you know. it's it, with a lot of new york wrestling promotions they're just used to a promoter coming on being like yeah uh, another 15 minutes whatever buy some merch buy some drinks uh <laughs> thank you for coming hey, out tonight drinks are uh drinks are an extra dollar for the next hour so make sure you get them <laughs> exactly exactly um but yeah that i remember i excited i had to do i had to do results for that show and we were just sitting there kind of waiting for waiting for stuff to start it was a but that's that's what I'm saying. Is it it's it gets dirty in New York, and W that's why WWE has always been a a New York company. But yeah, WWE getting sued by MLW now suddenly playing nice with everybody. We'll see how to what extent that goes, because uh, it it could end up being some a couple of entrances in the Rumble, or depending how long this takes, we could you know we could be seeing Jonathan Gresham defending the ROH title on NXT just to make sure everyone gets everyone feels like they're taken care of. I'm not saying that will happen. I'm just saying you never know with lawsuits. They can they can light a fire. They can light a fire under people to do things you'd never imagine. Um, but let's let's move on to the other just huge ass news that's going on in the wrestling world uh, right now. It turns out that Cody Rhodes, interim TNT champion, is no longer under an AEW contract. Not only is he not under a talent contract, he's not under an executive vice president contract. All of his contracts lapsed at the end of the year. He has yet to sign a new one. He is officially a free agent now there's a lot of theories of what's going on here there's some folks who are saying oh he's gonna go to the rumble he's going back to wwe there are some folks saying it's you know a, a publicity stunt it's roads to the top uh it's it's the, gonna be the next season of roads to the top is him on the free agency uh, a report from from Meltzer today saying that it's very possible that what happened was they brought the contract to last week's uh dynamite the dynamite, which Cody Rhodes was not able to attend due to testing uh, either positive or having close contact, uh, a close contact with COVID-19. And so he just wasn't physically able to sign the contract. And so they're just kind of rolling with that. Uh, I'm, I'm going to throw to you, John, first. What do you think's going on with Cody Rhodes, the hottest free agent in wrestling? Oh, free agent in wrestling. Get out of here. Uh... <laughs> I think you meant I think it's weird because you said you said Cody Rhodes, but you mispronounced Dan Housley. 
as the cottest free agent. <laughs> no, I, I miss I mispronounced Mustafa Ali, but actually, well, uh, let, technically he's in an he's he's in. Well, they haven't granted his release yet, sure, but yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I, Edward, I think every. But my question is, did Mustafa Ali put that tweet out before he asked, or did he ask and then put that tweet out? It sounds like he because that's a, that's a big difference. It sounds like he asked and then put the tweet out as a way to kind of create a like a public pressure on WWE to to mm. give him his release because um, mm. he's from for all uh, according to Sean Ross Sapp over at Fightful, he has been on the outs with Vince McMahon since a disagreement over a pitch that has not been clarified yet. Uh, in November, and since then he's kind of been just on the outs and without any kind of real direction. Uh, we don't know what the pitch was. It was just quoted as something that Mustafa Ali would never do. Which, if, I yeah. mean, if you know the the Chicago uh, uh, indie scene like I do, it probably means he was pitched to be some kind of stereotype or some kind of foreign Ooh. heel. Because um, mm. I know that that's a line he will not he will not cross. He refuses to to play that character. Good and for I, him. It, I agree. I'm I'm completely on his side with this. I'm just saying. Do, do you want to hear my? Like, do you want to hear my Infowars level conspiracy about let, that? Put on that tinfoil hat, baby. Let's. Hear I think it. <laughs> I think I think he pitched that because he wants to. Uh, Vince wants to piss off the Saudi prince so they get fired from all their Saudi contracts. Oh, okay. You think that's that's what it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, think I he just was fi- trying to think of like how can I piss off the Saudi? Oh, I'll make Mustafa Ali pretend to be the Saudi prince. <laughs> And then, you know, I'll job Oof. them out and then, and then and then they'll fire me and I'll get out of these contracts. I like that creative thought, man. You know, maybe. Yeah, Listen, yeah. maybe. I think you should be a creative writer. For... No, man, I, I, I'm a young. I like that. I'm like if Vince McMahon wasn't raised rich. You know, oh, he wasn't raised rich. Yep. Sorry, he didn't. But he didn't get rich. Like you know, no. like I've got, but I've got his. Like I know yeah. where his brain is at. I know how he thinks. You know, well, and it and it would it <laughs> He's would a kind of like us, Ross. You know? Well, and here's the thing: it would kind of make sense with the way the elimination chamber situation is going yeah. because they were originally going to have to rebrand the name Elimination Chamber because. Saudi Arabia kind of has those. <laughs> they, have uh, they yeah, like they 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 have places. They have chambers where they eliminate dissidents, and so like, <laughs> what do you call it? What do you call it then? Well, like, the, the original name was going to be the WrestleMania Chamber, but now it's looking like they've decided on calling it the Annual Elimination Chamber. Why don't they call so, it? Like, hold on, Money in the Tank. They, there you go. Right, because they're tanks, and then you do the briefcase. Uh, I will. I will also point out that the the elimination the, the Saudi Arabia is not the only place where they have trouble with the el- elimination chamber name. They're not allowed to. It's been called the No Escape Match and the No Escape Pay Per View <laughs> in Germany because uh, again, Germany also had elimination chambers. So it's it, oh, it, 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 yeah no they, they 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 that's what they referred to them as. And so that's that's one of the that's one of the issues that WWE's kind of oh. had with that the Saudi uh, uh the the Saudi deal. So I wouldn't be surprised if they're trying to sabotage it if they're trying to. You know, like they hell they brought they brought a severed head one year with uh uh bray wyatt as the the fiend he came out with the severed head lamp they they put a, they put the championship on goldberg it does kind of feel like they're trying to piss off the saudi royal family but it doesn't work it it hasn't hasn't worked yet so we'll have, see they're, they're gonna have edge do another one of those gimmicks where he's having sex in the ring next Oh you know, lord like the, the, we're gonna get know, a live sex like celebration oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man Oh man! Let's go back to Cody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cody. Mustafa he's talented. I hope he, I hope he lands on his feet. You know, Mustafa Ali is fantastic. Yeah, I think he's great. He seems like a good guy. He's a family man. I respect that. Absolutely. Um, his his 
daughter is adorable and he and 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 and, and he's great. So let's no, I, put that aside. Mm-hmm. Co- Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes, free <laughs> I, agent. It actually makes sense if he came down with COVID or could have COVID. Mm-hmm. He cannot sign the contract, not just physically, as in he can't go and do it. Mm-hmm. But because COVID can affect your cognitive ability, they can't accept that signature anyway mm-hmm. until he's cleared medically, right? Or whatever. Yep. That could be the reason. I mean, when you talk about somebody as big as Turner, they're going to ask, mm-hmm. what was it? Well, hey, you said he was sick. What was the state of mind when he signed that? Because we can't accept it. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, Turner, this is a kind of a big deal because if Cody's not there, that, jeopard- that could jeopardize Rhodes to the top. That could yep. jeopardize the entire TNT TBS thing. Um, oftentimes companies will be under purchase and somebody very high up in that company ends up leaving or, or endangered and it fucks up that sale. So mm-hmm. talent can be incredibly important to a deal like this. Yep. It could even be in their TNT contract that they have to maintain certain members of the company. So anyway, regardless, regardless of any of that, mm-hmm. I think it's a work. Yeah. I, I absolutely think this is a work. Now that doesn't mean he couldn't appear in the rumble in that in some kind of gap it it has been it has been it has been confirmed today that uh Rhodes is not in the rumble and neither is John Moxley I I I don't know why those are the two the two (laughs) names that were confirmed but they're confirmed not to be in the rumble well Um, probably because Moxley probably didn't want want to make sure it was clear right yeah and and because he has an he has an emotional thing about going back to you know WWE and all that stuff so that's fine protect your peace fine yep um Cody makes sense because again TNT would start panicking like you know yeah. what the hell and, is happening. And he's too, here's the he's too ingrained in Warner Media for him, for him to leave AEW proper. Well, he has to be in a DC movie probably. Yeah, but but story. and here's and here's the other thing. AEW has kind of made a proof of concept over the past year that they can rely on certain people that have a bit more of a free agent style cuz like here's a good example. The person who main evented the most rampages over the past year or since it debuted, Daniel Garcia. And Daniel Garcia is, he's on a, he's not under this like exclusive contract. He can work where he wants to. He can, he has a bit of mobility. And I wouldn't be surprised if a guy like Cody Rhodes saw that and went, he can play with this. He can, I mean, hell, he's technically available to go to GCW's Hammerstein show this weekend. He's technically available to go down to Impact, where pretty much, hell, you got NJPW talent, you got AAA talent, you got, hell, I think you, depending on where Joe Joe Doring's at, you've got some Noah talent, you've got like all kinds of people entering that forbidden door. And he's also got a reality show where he can show off the non-WWE side of wrestling, still hold AEW as, like, the place to be, but he can also, you know, kind of show the... Wa- he can use Roads to the Top as a way to show the waters are healthy elsewhere. He can go to MLW. He can go to, you know, where, wherever he... He can go back to New Japan if that door opens some way. I don't... It, I, it doesn't seem likely the way he left, but it 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 does kind of open him up to do other stuff and to kind of grow i don't know i i i think back to when he first left wwe he had that tour of the independents that like if you're an independent wrestling fan you saw that and you had fun with it but like a lot of the mainstream aew roads to the top fans they haven't seen cody in independent hustler mode and maybe maybe he wants to redo that tour for roads to the top because you got to do something for a full season of television and it's and it adds. It also adds a little flavor to that interim TNT champion thing that he because he's already 
sort of the TNT champion, and now he doesn't have a contract? Like, it just... Technically, I, I can did, you even be champion if you don't have a contract? I mean, mm-hmm. I, it, apparently you can. Okay. They haven't stripped him of the belt. Oh, I guess that's true. Like they've had they've had guys show up and win. Like Batista, like wins the Rumble, and mm-hmm. he was under a day you know day to day contract, whatever, like an appearance fee thing. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, yeah, and it, it and the thing the thing with professional wrestling is it, it until AEW actually <laughs> strips him of that title on TV. They have set the precedent that yes, you can hold the title without a contract. It's it's yeah, it's yeah, it's already yeah. happened. Would you say that Cody is the most recognizable talent that AEW has? Yes. Yeah, yeah. only because he was on uh, he was on Arrow and he's on a he, bunch of did, like game shows and, now. And, and he was in like let, I know he hated the Stardust sh- character, but he was in WWE. Yeah. He he there is that <laughs> and that he has that Rhodes name. I think I think he might be the the guy to be the face of AEW right now. I just saw him on that TV show like uh what's it called like the Go like Big Show. Yeah, Go Big yep. Show. I just saw him and I if I was him I'd hold out my contract too. I'm like, oh, I'm worth more than that. I'll bring it. He's bringing outside eyes because everybody's asking who he is. He has a look. I, all of I don't know. Like, I don't. It could be a work. I could. It could be a work, but it's a good work. Exactly. Well, it's definitely. Well, exactly, either way, in either case, it's definitely a yeah. work as far as he's concerned. Yeah, because <laughs> he's like, he's you know, it's a strategy, right? <laughs> it's, I mean, yeah. it's an, you know, it's announced he's going to be on Dynamite, from what I understand. So, like, they are they are running with this as a TV story as well. Even uh-huh. even if he is holding out, here's Listen, the thing: you, you never take the first offer, too, right? So, exactly. Yes, you don't, never. That business one hundred and one. If you're listening out there, don't take yeah. the first offer. It's it's all <laughs> you can always hold out for more. Here's the thing: if 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 reports are true that all of the the young bucks, Cody. Kenny, all of the executive vice presidents that started the company as EVPs have in fact lost some of the, let's say, let's say control that maybe they had at the beginning that is now apparently all through Tony Khan. If I'm Cody Rhodes and I'm the reason Snoop Dogg is showing up in AEW, I'm the reason Shaq finally wrestled a match. I, I, I'm with Tama. I would say, Hey, Who's who's promoting here? I know Tony Khan mm-hmm. is, you know, doing creative and he's doing the he's he's doing the production side of it. But who is promoting AEW mm-hmm. right now? Yeah, Cody. On a, on a global scale, I think, or international scale, I, or across the nation, I would say Cody's the one because you're the one. He's how many platforms are you on right now on mainstream yeah. platform? Hell. Red, technically, Renee and John Moxley are a would be a total divas spinoff, but they gave the reality show to Brandy and Cody, and I think that's there's a reason for that. It's because Brandy and Cody are they are that they are that face. I mean, you know, we I know they, it's they, it's they fun also, for they also know how to play to the camera. Exactly. Even like like I mean, I don't want to I don't want to insult. I'm trying to be diplomatic about this. Let's no, just say the, the, you don't. The, the here's the thing: bullshitters is what I'm yeah, trying you, to say. Well, no, and, and you don't. You don't have to bring anyone down to say that Cody and and it's not Brandy a are. I say it. I just don't want nat- people to think when I call them bullshitters. I don't want people to yeah. think that's an insult. I just mean 
Dude, good. a lot, a lot, of, a lot of greatness has come from bullshit. Right. Um, no, but <laughs> it's, it's what and it's how plants grow. It's called fertilizer. Well, it's it's not it's not that they're good bullshitters. It's that they're natural performers. Like they oh, just right. they just are. You're like right. You're I, right. that's <laughs> they are they are fantastic. Whether you love them or you hate them, yeah. they have that they have that boxy. Right. They people, have that go, how, thing. How, how are the Kardashians famous? They don't even have any skills. They don't do anything. It's like actually, it's not easy to be on a reality show mm-hmm. because the. And, and and please uh, skip uh, thirty seconds ahead if you don't want like any television ruined for you. It's all scripted. If you enjoy yeah. reality, we were just shows, you got. We were just talking about that. Well, my wife and I were talking about Britney Spears. How her voice sounds different when she does interviews, right? She has this like high pitched voice, and her and it goes into her singing, which is not that good in my opinion. <laughs> uh, and then and then you know when she talks regular on on whatever on her mm-hmm. and especially on her social media she sounds way different so everybody's got like a you know this they're performing constantly performing and um i agree with ross mm-hmm. i think cody's a good performer in yeah. our wrestling term we would call that a worker as a good worker oh yeah, yeah of course absolutely and, 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 and doing a reality show that's what that is yeah. You know, uh, a good example, I, I was going, I was through film school. We had a producer, he worked for Hogan's Knows Best, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a whole scene in Hogan Knows Best where they're looking for Brooke. Brooke is still a teenager at this point, right? The daughter. And they're at the boardwalk and they're like, they're freaking out because they can't find their daughter. Meanwhile, there's a camera following her daughter. He pauses it and goes, all right, folks, what's the problem here? And everybody's like, I don't know. He goes, obviously everybody knows where she is because there's a fucking cameraman with him with her (laughs) and he has a radio literally you could pick up the radio and go uh you guys have eyes on brooke obviously this is a like this is a work this is how reality tv is made she's not missing (laughs) you know so that that blew my mind and i could i could never watch television after that i was done i can't watch watch any reality tv and and but no and they're they are all all the world's a stage the men and women in it are merely players we have our entrances and we have our exits and cody and brandy are fucking great at nailing all of them that's that's what it it's what it comes down to um and i i i'm excited to see what they do with cody the free agent whether he signs the 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 whether he signs the contract this week on dynamite or if he shows up at gcw or if he hell if he shows up in the rumble or just teases the rumble any of it any of it is is interesting and boy howdy it's something to it's something to, to yeah. kind of chew on um but yeah he cody rhodes free agent whether it's just a uh but whether, either, either way though that's trust from from tony Khan. yeah no and that that's the thing so they're doing the they're doing what brian pillman tried to do with eric bischoff we're like that was the whole plan with the loose cannon was pillman was like i'm gonna leave wcw develop his character and then don't worry i'm gonna come back <laughs> and because Pillman tragically was not able to to complete that, there is some there is some wonder of whether he actually meant that he was going to come back. There are some folks that are like, yeah, no, Pillman was definitely going to come back. He's a man, you know, he was man of his word. And there's some folks that are like, no, nah, he got Eric Bischoff to sign his release and make him think it was part of the storyline. Um, so I I am curious to see if this is Pillman or if it's Luger or what. But it's it's something. It's it's real, real interesting. Uh, another, we're going to, we're going to move away from the world of wrestling for a moment because a, another real interesting, uh, uh, topic actually just came up, uh, today. In fact, it, it, it is looking like crypto.com, the, uh, the, the trading, the crypto trading website that recently bought, uh, the Staples Center turned into the crypto.com arena. They have been hacked for nearly $15 million in, uh, 
I, I, what is known as Ether, I, I, Ethereum. I don't know if that's Ethereum or if that's a separate thing. But yeah, they've been hacked for $15 million of Ether. It's now being uh, 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 laundered. Um, so the, the crypto market, once again, proving that maybe, I don't know, some reg- I, I'm, I, I, I'm not, I don't have crypto, so I can't say, but maybe some regulation, maybe a little bit of centralization. I don't know. It, it does kind of seem to be still be the Wild West out there. It's not like insured. I, Right. I mean, yeah, because because like I said, Crypto.com was the one that got hacked for nearly 15 million dollars worth. And now they're just they're just as long as they don't trade back that 15 million on Crypto.com, they can pretty much sell it wherever it uh, it's mind blowing. It's just I don't I don't know. I don't what's back in crypto money. Kind of like but okay, for, for example, like they're all kind of hoping if literally everybody who has crypto.com all sold at the same time, they'd be fucked, right? Because yep. that money, the, the actual money. So, so I buy a hundred units of whatever, right? For a mm-hmm. hundred for a hundred dollars. Well, they immediately are gonna take my hundred dollars, they're gonna go invest it in some other shit, right? Like that's yep. how banks work. I mean, that's banks, but like any service, PayPal does that, Robinhood does that, fucking mm-hmm. even your regular bank does that, right? That's why they give you a little cut, right? Every mm-hmm. month or whatever. So the whole point is. If, if shit gets stolen or if like, like if their money got stolen, not just the crypto or whatever, right. Mm-hmm. But if the cash got stolen or if people started just selling all their shit, like they'd be in trouble because yeah. they wouldn't have the cash. They'd have to liquid up, liquefy all that shit, liquidate all that shit. Mm-hmm. So uh, the, the answer to your question, like nothing's backing it. <laughs> they're yeah. just, they're flying by the well, seat of their pants. Well, and to kind of add to your, your metaphor there, like, cause if anyone's ever seen the movie heat, you know, the famous line from Heat is that the bank's money is insured. Like, yes, the bank, you know, doesn't always have as much money as people have deposited in it, but the FDIC and the Federal Reserve make sure that any time a bank needs money, they have the money that they are that they are supposed to pay out. With crypto, that they don't have they don't have that Federal Reserve backing them up. They don't have that FDIC insurance. It's just you, we we have your money or we don't have your money. It's not it it's pretty cut and dry like that. It's not, and I, and that's why, again, I don't, I don't have it because I just don't, I, I, I like my money to be money right now. All, unless I want to buy a Tesla crypto, pretty much I have to turn into money to use it. So like that, that's, what's always kind of, kind of screwed me over for it. And then you, you know, you, more and more people's mobile wallets getting hacked. Now straight up crypto.com is, is getting hacked. Which, despite which, is, the, which is the mobile wallet. I mean, it is a, yeah. in itself is a wallet. So. Mm-hmm. And so it's what I did do what I did. I just showed the boys here. I, mm-hmm. I went and, and bought one of those uh, ledger uh, external wallets for crypto. Do mm-hmm. I have any crypto? No, but I wanted a wallet. You, you, <laughs> you never know when some, you know. some indie, indie company is like, hey, I'll pay you in Bitcoin. You're like, yeah, I guess maybe. Huh? Yeah, my, my shit is still in the plastic. I haven't used it. I haven't no, opened it on nothing. But that, it, that is. You might want to start uh, paying you in crypto. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I don't. I, well, but that that is the way to do it because it's external. It has some. It's it at the end of the day, it's it's harder for people to get access to than if you just if your mobile wallet is your phone. I know a lot of people who kind of have that for crypto. I, oh yeah, and that nothing. And I'm sorry, but nothing's gonna happen when when that gets taken. For it's it's very hard to get that back. It's very hard to uh to make that make that good again. But the good news is, it's looking like within the next couple of years, digital assets will be taxable. So that might help the road to regulation or centralization. Uh, because they we, they are. We were talking about the NFTs. 
Yeah. Right? Is that what you're talking about? They don't get taxed. We were talking about well, that earlier. It's yeah, not just NS, It's not just NXTs. It would be the game if if you cash out any crypto the same way. If you cash out stock options, you have to pay the tax on whatever money you make off of them. It would be and, the same with crypto. Already, it would be the same with te- technically you already have to. Yes. Anytime uh, but, money comes in. Yes. No. Mm. Technically, you have to, but that has been one of the big uses for crypto. Is it's a place the IRS isn't necessarily looking for for money. Um, and so now it's now it's looking like they're going to start uh, uh, looking for. So it's looking like the IRS is going to start looking a little bit harder at where some of the money is uh, is coming from, which is a good. It's again, it's a good thing if you're trying to make crypto a more usable and it's, platform, a, a kind of stabler platform. And it's Venmo and Cash App too, by the way. And yes, Venmo. Yes, Cash if, App. If all you, the. If you send your buddy of Venmo to pay for the pizza you just bought, that's fine. Yeah, but if I commissioned um, some graphic design or something from you, you have to pay the tax on that going starting mm-hmm. at some point this month. Yeah. Hey, well, uh, like... hold on. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, go ahead, Ross. No, I, I, that that's that's pretty that's pretty much uh, that's pretty much the case. Like hell, I because I I work through Bandcamp, a lot of my stuff's done through PayPal, and so it's like I've I've been used to just paying taxes on PayPal for a long time now. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm I'm a little interested in that NFT, and and Corey here on the chat asked what exactly is an NFT. So, oh, NFT non what non fungible? It's a non fungible token. Basically, token. basically, an NFT is a link in the blockchain, and if you if you buy an NFT, you get that link. The link is usually attached to something like a, sometimes it's JPEG, sometimes it's a GIF, sometimes it's a full blown uh, a clip or or a movie, whatever. But it's it, it is essentially like the uh, it's like the art market, except without any of like the critics, because like it, there aren't there aren't any NXT critics out there determining what is a good NFT and what is a bad NFT. A good NFT is one that's worth a lot of money and a bad NFT is one that isn't. <laughs> and, and technically a bad NFT can be turned into a good NFT if you're smart enough to hustle it. I don't I don't know how. It kind of works, but it basically, if you buy an NFT, you don't own the uh, the the JPEG. You own the link to the JPEG. If that makes any sense, it's it's like it, so. here here's a good way to put it. If it's like if you bought the Mona Lisa, but what you actually bought was a receipt saying you own the Mona Lisa. Mm. You still don't get to. You still don't technically own the physical Mona Lisa. You still don't have the intellectual property rights to the Mona Lisa, as some crypto folks are finding out. Um, but you own a receipt to the Mona Lisa. Uh, a good okay. example. And, and you and 50 other people. And every time somebody buys it, it goes up in value. Yes, Just exactly. Like, like a stock. And th- doesn't somebody make money like like uh, whoever owned it before everybody gets a yeah. cut? Of, of, of Because when they but when they had it, it was like worth like a penny. Yeah, but by the time a thousand people buy it, it could be worth five thousand dollars, and then if they sell their piece of it at that price, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I follow um, a guy named Gary V, and uh, I'm, I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure you guys heard of him. Um, mm-hmm. He's he got me into he. That's how I found out about NFTs, and he was explaining it like uh, it's like it's gonna be like the new flex of the future, or if I understood that sure. right, like yeah, it's it's for your it's for your <laughs> online identity. Like right now, a lot of yeah. people use their NFTs as their profile picture, whether it be on Twitter or Instagram, whatever, because that's a way to show this is this is the the the, the ape that I bought a lot of money for. This is yeah. the zombie I bought a lot of money for. This is the squiggle, whatever. Um, and and. There are some folks that 
hope it can go into video games, but the way copyright law and the way video games are developed, it it's kind of a pipe dream. Like they're like, oh yeah, if you own a, a car in GTA, you can use that car in like a NASCAR game, but that kind of ignores the fact that the NASCAR game is made by a different developer than the the. <laughs> It would require all of the video game developers to work yeah. together in a way that capitalism just doesn't allow. Yeah, you, you um, would need somebody to make a standard. Yeah, and then mm. personally, my favorite crypto story is the is the uh, group of crypto folks that raised uh, it was millions of dollars to buy a physical copy of the the storyboards for Alejandro Jodorowsky's version of Dune. It's an un. Uh, produced version of the story dune that was supposed to be the first movie of it and their original plan was we've bought this book we're going to digitize it we're going to make it available we're going to turn it into a limited series without realizing they only owned the book they don't own the intellectual property rights to dune that belongs to warner brothers right now they don't own the publishing rights to jodorowsky's dune that uh, that still belongs to jodorowsky who's alive and then once he dies it'll still be another I don't know, 50 30, years. 50 into, years, yeah. yeah. however long until it, it's 100 years since its publishing date. And so they, it, and now you also have folks that are just straight up stealing people's art and minting NFTs of it because they, there's still a, a bit of a Wild West vibe to the intellectual property rights in, in <clears throat> NFTs right now. That, other, that is one of the places where it becomes a little volatile, becomes a little bit of a, I, yeah. uh, look, the, the, look the other, the I, I can problem. get sued if I call it a scam, so I'm just going to call oh. it uh, something, a, a scheme. Let's call it a scheme. scheme. <laughs> the, other, the other problem to, to bring up, by the way, is that every time there's a transaction, it uses so many carbon you know, credits, whatever. The point is that, yep. that they like essentially you burn down a rainforest every time you, you know, worth of worth of. Uh, that's the part i don't understand yet well because even, cause even it, like mining even when you're mining uh crypto yeah you're, i don't understand well, that because you have mining to, it's the, the amount the, of the, electricity it takes because what happens is these guys take basically you have a graphics card in your computer right it's, uh -huh. it's good at math so and, and i mean it's very good at math yeah and to do so to create some of these systems these servers that manage this all this stuff they use like and i'm not even there's not even an exaggeration like ten thousand of them Yep. Mm -hmm. And the energy usage for each one of those is worth almost like an entire ass computer. So imagine you have 10,000 computers just making these this one transaction. And not only that, but because you have so many of them, the cooling requires even more energy. So it's mm -hmm. basically a waste of electricity. Now power plants have to ramp up because the, for the for the power, you know, to mm -hmm. provide power to that. And I mean, it's it and, and it. And because because of it's not just the uh, environmental damage because of the way power grids are set up, we don't we we don't update our power grids a lot in this com in this country. Yeah. So whenever you ha whenever the power companies have to ramp up their power like that, you end up with you end up with grid issues. I mean, I, I'm not going to I'm not going to completely blame what happened in Texas on the fact that there's a lot of cryptocurrency folks moving to Texas right now. But like. It does have the ability to crash a power grid. It does have the ability to to really screw up some some infrastructure. Like John said, there's currently a shortage on graphics cards if you're yep. trying to build a computer because everyone's using them to generate these uh, to to mine Bitcoin. You have to you have to just leave them running. You have to imagine turning on your your PlayStation or your gaming console, having every app running at once, and just just having that run twenty four seven in the name of of keeping. 
Oh. Yeah, like that's that's the part they're still trying to like kind of figure out. There are some NFT companies and some crypto companies that are trying to figure out a more carbon neutral approach to it, but there aren't a lot of good carbon neutral options right now. Like it's a, it, your your best bet is carbon offsets, and the science on that is still pretty fuzzy. Yes, like if you plant a tree, that'll fix it, and it's not it's not entirely true. Yeah, it's not it's that's not quite how it works. Yeah, yeah, it's it. So that that is the that's NFTs and cryptocurrency in a in a nutshell. That's why the 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 current crypto.com hack is a little. It just it 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 feels inevitable. Like especially if you look at the early days of stock trading, like we're waiting for some kind of crash to happen with crypto. Well, it's gonna come soon, and once that happens regulation it'll it'll be able to even out but you it's gonna need to get worse before it gets better all right once that happens i'll be ready in my <laughs> yeah, wallet you're ready man. Do this. I'm, I'm honestly i honestly believe it's gonna be like crashing and then it's gonna be it's gonna be a rush on stuff like what you've got so you, uh -huh. you probably you probably got in at just the right the right time getting that external uh that external wallet um, so yeah, that's, that's what's going on outside the world of wrestling that just broke today. The other thing that just broke today inside the world of wrestling, WWE recently, uh, trademarked a new superstar name for one of their, uh, uh, whether it's a developmental talent or an incoming talent, we don't know. They landed on the name Gunther Stark and a, uh, quick Google has revealed that Gunther Stark was a German U-boat commander in World War II. He commanded a U-boat from 1943 to 1944 when he was shot down in the English Channel. So that's right, WWE accidentally trademarked the name of a Nazi U-boat commander. Uh, and so they are currently dealing with, uh, how to, how to work through that. Cause, uh, I personally, I say go for it. I say trademark the entire Nazi high commit trademark <laughs> all of them because here's the thing there is no worse there is no worse tribute to someone than current modern day WWE booking so job out the entire Nazi high command make them look like They're fucking bring, goobers bring hacksaw back and have them just tear through them with the American flag yeah, and two no, by because here's here's the thing Short of sort of diving down to the bottom of the English Channel and pissing on this guy's watery grave, I'm not sure how better to pay tribute to Gunther Stark than to have him just get the shit kicked out of him by Walter or something. Um, he, has to get, no. he, has to, he has to get taken down at a match where it's like it's like Bash on the Beach, but they do it right on the English Channel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There you go. But here's and now here I will say it is very possible that this was just a, a tragic accident. It's very possible that a WWE superstar has been watching a lot of Friends and a lot of a lot of Marvel movies, both of which are very popular on streaming services. Went with you know what I do I do love that Gunther from Friends and I do love that Tony Stark. I'm going to be Gunther Stark because here's the thing: this guy, this guy Gunther Stark is not exactly a, a notable Nazi. He he like I said, he only commanded a U-boat for a year and it didn't go well for him. Uh, he was, he was, he, according to, uh, uboat.net, which is the only, uh, source about him at the moment, he graduated from a crew of U-boat commanders that were named for the 1936 Olympics, which, if you know your history, is the Olympics where Jesse Owens kicked their asses, displaying that there was no actual, uh, proof to the the nazi superman theory and so it just seems like this gunther stark was a born loser i, I <laughs> like I, yeah, that's, that's, I mean, ross has been ready to unload on this <laughs> oh, I'm, 
I mean, there is always I'm always ready to unload on a Nazi. There is nothing worse than being named after a Nazi. I want to make that yep. clear. Probably yeah. not, probably nothing worse. Yep. Second worst is being named after a loser. <laughs> There's a reason why they say like your name is Mud, right? Like from yep. the uh, Revolutionary War. Whatever, yeah. No, it's from uh, Mud. Is uh, from the Civil War. Civil Mud War, was one Civil of the guys. War, right. Was one of the guys who plotted to take down all of Abraham Lincoln's cabinet. Because if you don't know this, Abraham Lincoln wasn't the only one targeted for assassination the night well, Abraham Lincoln well, now died. Now we're gonna say your name is Gunther. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> But even the name Gunther doesn't even sound like a leading role. Well, we got Walter, so, so if you can imagine like, Walter like, Gunther. Gunther, hey. Like, like I said, Ladies and gentlemen, we have Gunther. Gunther, Gunther Stark. Yeah, Gunther and he's, Stark. He's From got a lot. Berlin, lat- Germany. <laughs> <laughs> Weighing no. in at 232 pounds. No, 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 no. The final he solution. Need, From need, the depth of the English Channel. <laughs> From Gunther. From the... <laughs> From the bottom of the English Channel, Gunther Stark. The Blitzkrieger. Uh, now, 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 fun, fun fact. Because, like I said, it's very possible this is a a tragic uh, a tragic accident. Uh, John, John brought up the final solution, which was a name of a WCW wrestler originally. Yeah, sorry, I, I stole I stole your whole point from no, from, our, from our you're DMs. Fine. That was my bad. Because this is this is this it's I don't think it's as egregious as in the mid '90s when Kevin Sullivan in the Dungeon of Doom were trying to come up with, and I shit you not, the final solution to the Hulk Hogan problem. They eventually realized the error of their ways by calling this character the final solution with the ultimate solution. His name was Jeep Swenson. He went on to play Bane and Batman and Robin. Um, but it, that's why I'm like, it, there, this there is are why more... history in schools. I mean, I don't want to get political about this. That's why history in schools is so fucking important. <laughs> Teach people I, history. Don't be afraid to teach them about it. About Nazis. No, I'm, I'm with you. I am with you. Here's the thing. Like I, I said. people to Google. Get like the I Google said, team together and have them sit down with Google and make Google teach them how to use Google before oh they file God. trademarks. Exactly. No, that is that is the true lesson here. When you when you're trademarking a name, do your due diligence. Google, even if all of the results are just a bunch of like census forums for like here are other people named Gunther Stark. That one uboat.net uh, entry has proven to be pretty uh, pretty useful because so, because the search engines haven't haven't started caching yet. Right. Yeah. Like like by at the end of today's news cycle, by tomorrow morning, it's going to be uboat.net and then all the links to uboat.net that all the wrestling blogs are going to post. Yeah, it's just so. yeah, it's it's a bad it's a bad look. Uh, so hopefully hopefully for for the sake of whatever superstar was going to get branded with that uh, that name, I hope they they come to their senses and change something else. Um, I but said maybe yeah. WWE Films is just doing a reboot of uh, of, of Valkyrie. Valkyrie. Yes. Yeah, there you go, Valkyrie starring uh, uh, what was that? It was a Tom Cruise movie, right? Tom Cruise, yeah, Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise yeah. yeah. No, that was. Well, that was I mean, well, it was the reboot. This, this would be like a third reboot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, it's it's a fun story to tell, so they keep telling that Valkyrie <laughs> story. I'm yeah. I'm with them. I'll watch as many movies about them trying to take out Hitler. Uh, like that, <laughs> that's why I like Inglorious Bastards. They got real creative with it. Good, good clean um, American fun. Exactly. Good, clean American fun. In hell, it was World War II. That, remake makes more sense. Thanks. So. Oh my God. Thanks, Dexstar zero five two. That can that can be his finisher. Because yeah. he was. You guys got to get in the chat because yeah. because sometimes uh, you bring up good points and then I pretend they're mine. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. De- <laughs> shout out to Dexstar for the uh, the DOS boot remake. Uh, yeah. Because if it, it, here's the thing, if you're gonna name him Gunther Stark, go all the way into it. From Nuremberg, Germany, with his finisher DOS boot, Gunther Stark. Uh, otherwise, so, he comes otherwise, out to the Blitzkrieg Bop, right? Oh right. my God, Blitzkrieg! Uh, 
Wow. I think that's a good place to, uh, to yeah. call it an episode. Thank you, everyone. Uh, like, like John was saying, uh, if, if you had fun listening to this episode, hop on over to twitch.tv slash Thomas Island. Subscribe so you can hang out in the chat with us. Thank you to everyone who uh, is listening uh, on Twitch or on your podcasting platforms. And as always, thank you to the subscribers over at patreon.com backslash Thomas Island. Hit that Islander tier if you want to come join us for some happy hours in the month of February and beyond. We will also be, uh, as as we learn more, we will be finding out a way to do some kind of, um, whether it's a whether it's a drive, whether it's a watch along, some kind of charity stream for uh for the people of tonga and for everyone that's dealing with the fallout from the uh underwater volcano and the tsunami because of the way uh communication is down there it's still a little hard to get the exact charities that we're supposed to be donating to but once we know head on over to thomas island we will have all of the information for you we do want to send uh, a shout out to everyone on the isle of tonga and all the uh outlying islands that are dealing with the the fallout from that tsunami it's a it's a tragic situation we hope everyone uh is able to uh is able to 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 build back and to to rebuild um until then, John, where can people find you online if you want them to find you online? Well, uh, you guys can find me online. I go to linktree.com slash John Sebastian or on Twitter at John Sebastian. Uh, you can also buy me as an NFT. Uh, oh, no. I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> what you do is you just go to that link tree uh, and you just you just send me money. There and you I'll go. Just, oh, I got this notebook, right? I'm just going to I'm going to put it down in this notebook. I'll just keep track. Uh, and and that, can, that's you your block of it. Yeah, that's your blockchain. It's a ledger. We've we've yeah. we've reinvented. We've we've gone all the way back around. We've reinvented capitalism. Yeah. Starting rate is uh, is uh, sixty nine cents per share. So. Awesome, nice. Uh, Tama, where can people find you if you want them to find you? Uh, yeah, you can find me at Tama underscore Tonga on Twitter and on Instagram. The good bad guy Tama Tonga and Ross. Thank you for that. Um, I want to thank everybody that uh, sent me messages during this time. Uh, you know. Tonga right now is uh, the, they were able to put some electricity back, but they are still cut off from the rest of the world, the communication to the outside world. Uh, I was able to reach some family members or they were supposed, they were able to reach me going through Australia somehow. Hell but, yes. Yeah. So uh, awesome. everything's cool. A lot of, um, yeah. So I'll keep you guys posted on what we can do to help. Okay. Thank you, Ross. Uh, yeah. Very cool. That's fantastic news. I'm glad everyone's finding their people. People were like, people were like, oh, we'll send you like underwear and stuff. Like, no, fix our underwater cables. (laughs) Like, like Mm -hmm. fix the destroyed cables. That's what we want. Like, we want communication Mm -hmm. back. So hopefully, there's some. I know there's there's some operations in in place. So yeah, New Zealand has sent like help aid. uh, I think Australia too. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the biggest problem right now is having fresh water uh, due to the like uh, ash. It yep. has like dropped, I think, acid on on a lot of uh, tainted a lot of the water supply. Mm-hmm. Everybody, uh, yeah. I would I would also imagine if they're because it is an island, so I, I would imagine that any kind of like desalin, de, uh, I believe it's desalinating whatever the the process right. is of of turning mm-hmm. water or uh, salt water into fresh water. You need electricity for that. You need mm-hmm. infrastructure for that. And so if, if mm-hmm. the the electricity's down, I got to imagine a lot of the a lot of the desalinators are down. So yeah, we got that's. I'm reading here in a chat too uh, for Mia Run Love 34. A boat just left San Fran today with a ton of supplies. That's Hell awesome. Yeah. 
Cool, man. That's very cool. Thank great you. To, great to see the international community coming together for Tonga. Uh, like I said, we're, we're sending our best thoughts. And as soon as we get the, the right uh, the right charities, we're going to be sending some money as well down down there to make sure everyone can rebuild and come back from this. Uh, at, you can find me on Twitter at Ross W. Berman IV, Ross Berman IV on Instagram. You can find the podcast at Thomas Island. Uh, once again, thank you all for joining us. Please take care of yourselves. Enjoy the wild world of wet wrestling we're apparently entering into for the month of January. One last note, New Japan starts their Golden Series Thursday morning, Thursday the 20th, and that will run all the way into February when Kazuchika Okada will be defending his IWGP world title against Tetsuya Naito. We will have more for you on that uh, in the coming weeks as that tour goes on. I'll also have results up over at WrestleZone.com. Thank you again, everyone. Take care of yourselves and enjoy your week. Thank you for listening to this week's Thomas Island. Find more great Thomas Island content like the Shotgun Series, weekly happy hour Zoom course with Tama, video versions of the podcast, and much, much more at patreon.com forward slash Thomas Island and visit at Thomas Island on Instagram and Twitter.